T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Chris Russell and Pete Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Coming up later this week, other storylines that are going to be developing. Certainly, it looks like the clock's going to start on Chase Young. Don't think you're going to see him this week, but I do believe, uh, as Ron, and and correctly so, you know, you've got to protect him and get him up to football uh, conditioning because you don't want any setbacks. As I said, the whole time he's been out, I don't want 99 on the field until he's 100% ready to go because it reduces our opportunity for setbacks uh, with, with him. And look, I, the one thing, Chris, I think I'm pleasantly surprised by, there's still a lot of enthusiasm within the fan base about getting him back. Everybody keeps referencing, and we're going to add. Now, adding Chase Young, because remember, the trade deadline is next week. Adding Chase Young is like adding a player right now without giving up any assets because you haven't had him for so long. Now you're adding him into your your defense Mm -hmm. without giving up any assets. So in a sense, it's like player acquisition. Even in a limited role, which which is what everyone should expect. You should probably expect no more than, what would you say, 15 to 18 snaps whenever he makes his debut? Certainly at the start of this thing. Um, but it, it it's like it's like player act it's like player acquisition without giving up any assets. Yeah. And if you win Sunday, if you win Sunday, does it make you sit in that room with the Martys, Ron, and the football people? It's a Marty party. And and shop around, take a look at who you might be able to get. We're seeing a lot more aggression here early. The NFL trade deadline is usually one of the most boring events of the trade deadline year. Because teams are so unwilling mm-hmm. to part with anything. It's, You've seen, it, it's less boring now. Maybe on deadline day, it'll be somewhat disappointing. But we saw just last night. I mean, Jets lose Brees Hall for the year. Boom, James Robinson. Fifth yep. conditional, fifth, sixth-round pick. Wasn't there another trade yesterday or something? I can't remember from – I mean, obviously the McCaffrey deal, which mm-hmm. you know clearly was a surprise to wake up to Friday morning. I mean, Carolina trading Robbie oh, Anderson right, out of there. Right. So, I mean, that was I mean, quick. You know, now that was a little bit of a different circumstance, but a lot of teams are calling about Brian right. Burns right. to see if Carolina will give up on him. I think Burns is going to cost you some significant assets, though. Well, supposedly they traded. They supposedly they turned down two first round picks for, for Burns? Burns. Yeah, that's I, what Chapter reported on well, Sunday. Was it Philadelphia? Don't know. Because Philadelphia was one of the teams that allegedly called, and, dude, they got some draft assets because that do. Saints pick is looking like a, a certainly a top eight pick but I mean, right around much, now. 
How much more pass rush do you need? I mean, between Hassan Reddick and, and Dude, Fletcher Cox look, and, and Javon Hargrave. If you're trying to win a championship, you got to go get people. Yeah, you can true. never have too many good people. That's true. It's real simple. Let's go to line four. Peter, down in North Carolina. What's up, Peter? Peter. Hey, guys. The most entertaining show on radio, you two. Unbelievable. Oh, we appreciate hey, listen, you, Peter. Uh, checks in the mail, pal. I love- Just give me your address, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'll send it. Listen, hey. The momentum is real, but you got to make your own momentum in the first quarter of this game. It's really important. And I have a feeling, and this is just the thoughts of a couch potato guy, I think they wanted the young quarterback in there because they're going to do the same thing Philadelphia did to us with Jalen Hurts. They're going to run RPOs and all these little things that, that they're going to try to get everybody running around after them, the defense. And I think that they got to be prepared for that because this kid could really run and, like, like Pete said, man, he had how many how many yards in uh, running yards in college? A lot. Yeah, thirty three so touchdowns. They, yeah, they got to really watch out for that. That's what I think their plan is. This is they figure. Hey, look, Ryan would never hold up against, even though their line is good. Our our defensive line is getting good pressure on everybody. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's just my little two cents. You never know. You know, I said earlier, like three weeks ago, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. So let's go, Commanders! There you go, Pete. Thank you, as always, pal. We appreciate you. Again, keep in mind. I like to hear the... the, Wait, did we just get... I mean, Peter from North Carolina is very good to us. Great guy. Uh, And obviously very complimentary, which we appreciate. Like, did you hear the excitement in his voice, right? At three and four... Let's go, Commanders! There's a little bit of a pulse. See, look at that. You know, it's actually like... And I know we've we're, had that at times. And we're, I, we're generating enthusiasm yeah. for I mean, the club. Again, it can quickly, quickly evaporate with a terrible performance this Sunday against Sam Ellinger, who, again, barely has hair on his chest. It, it mm. can quickly evaporate. How do you know that? Well, I mean, have sources been, you, sources you, tell me. Have you put up cameras in the locker room? Uh, not the Dallas uh, Cowboys. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but sources tell me I've got sources inside that building. Sources, sources. I got sources inside that building. That's how I knew things about things and about things and about things. Okay. Anyway, the point being is everything is set up for this team to go four and four. Everything, mm-hmm. everything, at the midway point. Well, I mean, it used to be. Uh, so all I have to remind of- you is Carolina won with PJ Walker and an I interim know. staff this week against Tom Brady and, that, and Tampa Bay. But that's what I fear: is this team mentally resilient and tough enough to avoid those killer mistakes, whether they be big plays or penalties or or whatever it or turnovers, what or special teams mistakes? Another Joey Sly missed field goal because he's got to miss one every game. Um, <laughs> Like, is this team resilient and tough enough, okay, to bear down, <laughs> to use a term that the Chicago Bears fans, to bear down and do basically what the Bears did last night? Not not that you would expect that, you know, every, of course, but basically, you know what, break the the spirit, the back, if you will, of your opponent in their own home building, because they don't have a quarterback that they can trust. Let's go to line three. Our man Tim's in Tawny Town. What's up, Tim? Yes, hi. Good morning, guys. I just Tim, want to say hang, you hang said on, some things. Hang on a second. Before you, you go, said, be, before you go, where, where's, what is it, Tawny? Carroll Ta- County. Uh, t- 
Tawny Town uh, Tawny is Town. in Carroll County, about eight miles south of the Pennsylvania border. Yeah. Really? T- so it's T O M M Y? No, 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 no. He, he, Matt, or, Matt misspelled no. it. Oh. It's T A N E Y T O W N. Oh, okay. So it's like they, Tommy. They, they, like Tommy, like when Bill, when Bob Kraft, uh, you know, refers to Tom Brady as Tommy, right. it's like Tommy Town. Okay. <laughs> they, 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 they pronounce it Tawny. It's spelled like Taney. Okay. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. I, I just want to say I, I've certainly been uh, a fan of 980 for a long time, and you've mentioned some things, but I think it's hard to prepare for a new quarterback, no matter who you are. Uh, when a new quarterback comes in, teams tend to struggle, although we have a week to prepare. The margin of error with uh, commanders is very slim. Uh, you know, they had they had dominated, in my opinion, the Packers, but win by two points because you, you miss field goal or you, or you make a bad, bad uh, penalty or there's a turnover. Um, they've been poor in the red zone. So, Instead of scoring seven, they're they're kicking three, and you know a few weeks ago we we missed a two yard run or or two yards in the end zone and we lost the game. Um, so I'm not feeling it really at this time. Uh, I just think that there's too much inconsistency. Uh, I expect them to to win the game, but um, I'm not I'm not putting my money on on all this uh this sunday so that's about it tim appreciate the call and and just to chris's you know most recent point i mean this is the ultimate right focus and football character game yeah to me if you're legitimately on the move you've got to go to indianapolis and win this game this week if you show up there thinking you've arrived and thinking you're special and thinking you've done anything you're going to come home with your tail between your legs, quite honestly. And and by the way, uh, I haven't given these numbers. Sam Ellinger has not thrown a professional pass in a regular season game. But, Pete, in the preseason, right, the last two preseasons, uh, last year, 2021, his rookie year, as you'd kind of expect, right, uh, he wasn't terrible, 21 of 31, 67.5% uh, completion rate, 9.3 yards per And, again, this is just the preseason. No touchdowns, three interceptions. But – Look at one year in the system, one year of meetings and film and practices and whatever. This year in the preseason, again, this just in the preseason, three games against Buffalo on the road, Detroit, Tampa Bay. Okay, 24-29, an 82.8% completion rate, 289 yards, 10 yards per attempt, four touchdowns, no picks. Sam, I mean, Sam, look, Sam played. Sam's played a lot of football. I mean, yeah, he played. He started from the time he was a freshman. Yeah, no uh, turnover worthy plays, so, by the way, in this preseason, according to PFF. Yeah, I mean, so, so he's definitely, um, he's definitely played a lot of football, and he he played at a place like Texas, which you're in the pressure cooker mm-hmm. every single sure. snap that you play. It seemed like he was there for like six years too. For crying out loud, I mean, I know he wasn't. <laughs> but it just seemed like he was there forever. Um, yeah. Wasn't I mean, he a part of those Texas teams that lost back-to-back years to Maryland? Like yes. Once up here, once in Austin, pretty right? Sure, pretty sure he was in uh, both of those sure. uh, contests. He's been active. Uh, he played in three. He's gotten in three games. He got in a game. He got in a regular season game last year against the Jets, one against uh, Buffalo, 
and one against Houston. Right, but no passing but no attempts. no passing, right. just, just a rushing attempt right. uh, in each one of those games. So uh, let's see what he does under the bright lights of the Dome um, coming up this week. I think it's uh, it still presents a great opportunity uh, for Washington with a little bit of the momentum they have going. By the way, when I was like 18, I dated a girl in Tawny Town, and I realized that, man, this is a really long drive. <laughs> From and my that, house to Tawny Town in the Maverick, baby, that was a long drive. So, okay, you said it was near uh, it's a, it's the in Pennsylvania County. border. It's a, it's in Carroll County. You take County. seventy all the way up to. Uh, you would right, take or? actually take seventy to Route ninety seven. You go up through Westminster in that area. Oh, uh, okay. So, so you know, I, I'm familiar with that route, obviously, from going to Ohio as much as I. It's do. it's on this side of Frederick, though. Okay. It's not on the western side of Frederick. Okay. Carroll County is east of Frederick. Gotcha. So. But uh, yeah, it was that was a pretty good hike. Pedro was going for some loving, dude. When you're 18, you go, you go anywhere, you go anywhere, my friend. You go anywhere. If she says, if she lives in Tawny Town, Timonium, Toledo, Dundalk, Dundalk, you name it. Let's go to line one. Jeff is in Vienna. What's up, Jeff? I love all the Maryland Tawny Towns. (laughs) You do a pretty mean Casey Kasem. You. You probably could have been a good DJ or a voiceover on Scooby Doo if you needed it. Oh, dude, that was he was fantastic doing that. You know, Casey. Casey. I used yep. to love. I used to love when I was the two stations that I did all sports on. I filled in as the overnight guy on Q105 in Salisbury, Q105. which was which was great. Uh, and then I also uh, filled in on our country station down in Norfolk. I would fill in um, usually on late night shifts. Down there on Eagle 97.3. Hey, everybody, it's Pistol Pete. Yes, sir. We're going to play some Randy. <laughs> go play some. Go play some Randy Travis right now. It's going to be deeper than the holler right here on Eagle 97.3. George Strait coming right up. <laughs> Just stay around miserable. for a jiffy. <laughs> that sounds miserable. So oh. you, guys made, you guys made me go to Spot Rack. So Ryan's a UFA 2024. Wentz is UFA 2025. Right. Ryan is 9% of the Colts salary cap, dead cap, $25 million. Wentz is 13% of the commander's salary cap, dead cap, $27 million. And bonus trivia question. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Before you go any further, though, yeah, but I, I, don't, I don't think, unless I'm mistaken, and I'll double-check, that Wentz has, like, that. that's a non-guaranteed base salary the next two years of Wentz's contract. There is no dead money when it comes to that because they didn't rework the contract. It's oh, it's okay. all non-guaranteed. So they can lop him off, which which was the only attractive thing for me about the trade, quite honestly. Now, it will cost you two third-round picks one way or the other, uh, assuming that they don't stupidly miss the trigger of 70% and make it a third and a second. But you could get out of the, the Carson Wentz experience with it only having cost you $28 million this year and two third-round picks if you manage it right. Okay. SpotRack just has the dead cap figures, $27 yeah. million. Yeah, SpotRack is – I'm 99.5% sure SpotRack is wrong on that. Uh, but you're right about Matt Ryan, and that's part of what makes this really, really, really weird from the Colts. I, I mean, the fa- they committed a boatload to this guy – and benched him in seven games. With all the numbers that Pete cited, I, there's really bad numbers, too. It just makes no sense to me. Here's your bonus trivia question. 
second biggest cap hit percentage on the Commanders. Uh, cap hit percentage, William Jackson. And my man, you, yeah. my man, William Jackson the yeah. third. I know dead, how much I know dead, how much you love him. Dead cap seventeen million two hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean that's part that's part of why whatever that number ultimately turns out to be. I think part of why they were also so frugal in free agency this year, and even when they got the Landon Collins money and all that. I think part of the reason why is because they thought, huh, you know what, maybe we're going to have to eat a bunch of dead money on either Curtis Samuel or William Jackson and maybe both, you know, meaning going into next season and still deal with the quarterback situation. Samuel looks like 20 million dead cap hit. It just, you know, as we all know, Captain Obvious, quarterback in the NFL is the single most important position in all of professional sports. If if you're not set at quarterback, you're screwed. One hundred percent, one hundred percent right. And I think it's interesting. I appreciate the call, Jeff. Uh, my guy Brent texted me and said, "You know, when you look at potential, and it's mm. all potential right now, of guys like Bailey Zappi, who's a fourth round pick. Right. Dak Prescott was fourth a fourth round. round pick. Right. Tom Brady was a sixth round pick. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins was a fourth round pick. Not Kurt." Sam Howe is a fifth-round pick. Mm-hmm. Younger quarterbacks that early in their careers are a lot cheaper, so oh, yeah. they're not hamstringing your your cap. And just as Jeff brought, you know, if they fail, if you draft like like all these teams that went gung ho last year, mm-hmm. okay, and you spend first-round talent on Lance, Fields, Jones, Lawrence, and they all go south. Okay, say they all go south. You've got significant resources invested in them right now because they're first round picks and that salary's a lot higher right now that they're taking up spot on your. I mean, Lance is just right now. Trey Lance is just a hemorrhoid on the San Francisco payroll. Yeah, because he can't play. But imagine what it used to be when these guys would get, you know, understand that 70 million dollars or whatever it was. Sam Bradford, the ultimate poster boy for that. But, you know, it, it's almost... And it, this is also why you don't trade up for guys, it's almost in my like, opinion, because they, they always blow up in your face. Look at what happened to the Jets with Sam Darnold, Indianapolis. It's, it's almost like, though, you almost hope, you're almost you hoping that you hit on a second or third yeah. day guy. Oh, yeah. So you're saving money yes. during and, that time. So if he does play like Dak does, play his way into, correct. like Kirk did, then that second deal is where they finally get some big money. So it allows you, as Ron has often talked about, to build around that young piece where you can go get some some things that you need to enhance your club. It's also more tolerable. Like, you know, the bite, if you will, is a little less sour. Uh, Just to clear up something, this is from OverTheCap.com, which is what I use. I know you like SpotTrack. Uh, Jeff was, you know, using SpotTrack. Carson Wentz next year. Uh, this 2023 has a $20 million base salary, non-guaranteed, and a 6.17 roster bonus for a total cap number of $26.17 million. But none of that, none of that, as long as they do it before a certain date in March, I don't have the exact date, none of that is dead money, if you will, uh, to cut him and move on as long as they do it before, I, I guess, it's the league year opens. Again, zero dead money. William Jackson 
William Jackson, on the other hand, has a $9.25 million base salary. Clearly, he will not be here, and they will not be stuck with that. But he's got a $3 million prorated bonus, a $2.5 million roster bonus, and a uh, for uh, I guess it's a per-game $750,000 uh, roster bonus. To move a, a cap number of $15.75 million, to move on from him – it would be $9 million, according to OverTheCap.com. Do you and Curtis think, Samuel, 7.2. Do you think they're getting a taker for Jackson before next Tuesday? And at this point, does it even matter if it's sixth, seventh round, whatever, at this point? I mean, James Robinson only got like a sixth or a seventh well, round. Well, it was a conditional Condi- fifth, yeah. sixth. Right. Um, you know, you have to wonder if, if that's because he had a major injury last year and because he was undrafted and because he's at a diminishing returns position. I think William Jackson, you know, the place I was thinking about with J.C. Jackson banged up, they play a lot of man in San Diego um, uh, with, LA, the with the Chargers. I was that's thinking, yes, I was that's thinking where that. I was going, yes. Uh, but still, what realistically could you get? I mean, maybe a fifth-round pick? At maybe this point, a, for a player that's not playing right. and, that, and that you don't want to play? You're still going to have to chew all, a lot of that dead money, if not all of that dead money. Uh, I mean, as, you know, and that's that could complicate things. Too, because I think if they trade him, I'll have to double check this. If they trade him, does the dead money go into the cap right away? Like, meaning this year? I believe it does. I believe it does. And if you, again, just using what is publicly available here right now, according to Over the Cap, the commanders have way less money than any of us thought. I don't know how these numbers keep shrinking every time I look at them, but they right now they only have four point three eight million dollars of cap space, according to uh, OverTheCap.com. I, I don't know how maybe it's extensions that I I saw this number a couple of weeks ago and I was like, nah, that can't be right. Let me go back and double check, and I never went back and double checked, but I'm on it now. That's four point eight million. I don't know if, quite honestly, if that. If that dead cap charge, which usually goes on to the year's cap that you release or trade a player, I don't know if they can absorb right now the William Jackson hit, if these numbers are accurate. If these numbers are accurate. 301-230-0980, a big win for Washington last night. Nice performance by the Caps. Maybe their best of the season so far. We'll touch on that. Dumb Dumb of the Day is 20 minutes away, and boy, is it a doll of a story coming up. 301-230-0980 and streaming live for free, of course, on the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Big news in the broadcast industry coming up, but first, Capitals last night on ice. Chris, maybe their best performance of the season, certainly offensively. Mm-hmm. You know, last night, solid. Again, good balance, not dependent on Ovi uh, to to get out there and do a bulk of the scoring for them. So one thing I think so far, you, you do take away from the way this team has played. It's not been uh, Ovi heavy considering they are missing Backstrom, missing Wilson. You know, Connor Brown has been out. And, you know, you've you've already had, you know, some lineup shuffling. You know, I mean, you had Sherry up on the top line. Uh, and Lots of lineup shuffling. Lot, I mean, you know, Peter Laviolette and his staff have done a lot of moving around mm-hmm. uh, here early in the season. A Jersey team, good young legs, mm-hmm. uh, some spunk. Uh, this was a good win last night, I thought, for the Capitals in the 6-3 victory over New Jersey. Great, great win, obviously. A uh, couple of things. Number one, going into that game, um, some people were, uh, I guess, surprised that Vitek Vanacek wasn't playing against his former team, but they're back-to-back nights, so he's going to play in Detroit. Mackenzie Blackwood, uh, who is their primary starter, had been you know, on a little bit of a heater. They had won three in a row. They were only allowing 21 shots per game. Uh, were the um, uh, were the New Jersey Devils, and yet the Capitals go in there and they're down one nothing early, and they get goals from Nick Dowd to your mm-hmm. point, like not relying Garnett Hathaway, two fourth line guys, Connor Sherry on shorthanded uh, off of a turnover, bad pass, middle of the ice, boom, ripped it. Yes, they get the power play goal from Ovechkin from the office, all that. They get more activation from their defense. Nick Jensen ripped one for the fifth goal. And then Alexi Protus, who's like this Adonis-like figure <laughs> that if he puts it all together, yep. look out, right? Locomotive. Um, and I think they only had – I'm trying to pull it up. I think they only had like 23 shots on net, I believe. Uh, trying to pull it up here. Uh, 22 shots on net. So – in line with what the Devils had been yielding in terms of an average, which was the best in the NHL, I think it was 21 and change going into last night. 22 shots, Pete. How many goals did they score? Six. It's uh, efficient. Is, is that pretty good? That's pretty efficient. Garnet, Garnet Hathaway with a goal and an assist. And that goal, that goal from Hathaway from like, it was like uh, inside of Ovi's office, but kind of darting towards the net. And he just quick snap. I mean, again, it, it was a goal scorer's goal is the best way I can put it. A goal scorer's goal. And, again, you mentioned no Backstrom, no Wilson. We all understand that. Um, 
they, they did get the one goal from Ovi, so you can't say they didn't, you know, but Strom, two assists. Lars Eller, two assists. Hathaway, as you mentioned, a goal and two assists. Anthony Mantha, who's been very good. Beck Malenstein. Mm-hmm. Remember that name. Without Carl Haglin as well, okay, Beck Malenstein, not that he's the same type player as Carl Haglin. He's not. But Beck Malenstein is going to have a role on this team as a fourth-line guy and a movable piece with some grit, some hit speed, some tenacity. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what? I was down on Marcus Johansson uh, during the playoffs last year and, and during the end of the regular season. I didn't think he played very well. I did not think he was going to be back here. And they brought him back. He's been pretty damn good. I mean, nothing statistical last night. Only had a shot on goal. But he's been... He's been pretty good at times for them on the power play. He's been pretty good for them overall. Um, uh, you know, I, I, again, he played 445 on, on on the PP last night and, again, didn't do much of anything. But he's been, he's been better than I was expecting. Let's put it that way. And this is, again, they got nothing from Kuznetsov and really haven't gotten much from Kuznetsov, including, you know, the one-game suspension. So, anyway, they're getting activation from D. Um you know, Lindgren was pretty good last night. I mean, both of his games, he stopped 37-plus shots. Last night it was 38 saves. Uh, forty. You know, that's the one thing you don't like. Uh, the game got a little out of hand or away from them late in the third period last night. New Jersey was, you know, trying to do whatever they could to come back. Mm-hmm. Peppering shots, that's probably the one area that, you you know, again, they've got to tighten up in. I just like the balance they're getting, uh, you know, from a, a cross. And, you know, Mantha's been decent. Not that last night was anything to, to write no. home about, but he's been decent, though. I think three goals in, the, in, in seven yeah, games. Yeah, in the games leading yeah. up to this. So they're getting really good balance right mm-hmm. now. And over the course of the season, they're going to need that uh, because, I mean, look, we know the East is competitive as hell uh, as it is with, with the top groups. And, and, again, I think that's a good win because, you know, New Jersey kind of – kind of played its game last night, and you beat them at their game. One other thing, uh, their power, their penalty kill had really been struggling coming into last night's game. 0 for 4 for Jersey on the power play. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good sign. Now you go to Dallas after, you know, they're back home today with a short trip and whatever. They'll fly out to Dallas after presumably a practice tomorrow morning. Play the Stars, then they go uh, to, I believe, Nashville, and then Carolina. I believe that's the, the the journey, if you will, for the next three games. I know Carolina is the last part of this four-game trip, and I know Dallas is next. I believe it's Nashville in between, but, um, you know, I, I don't have that right in front of me. E- either way. Um, there were a lot of encouraging signs last night. The proficiency, the four-line uh, depth, um, you, you know, the the penalty kill. Uh, again, Charlie Lindgren, who has now played two games uh, with the Capitals, uh, you, you know, I'm sure we'll see um, Darcy Kemper on, on Thursday night in Dallas, which has never been really a fun place for them no. to go. Uh, so, you know. It's Dallas-Nashville at Caroline. It's Dallas at Na- – it's, it's part of the four-game right. stretch. It's at Dallas, at Nashville, okay, so at, at Nashville Carolina, is, with a day in between each right. game. They play right. Thursday, Saturday – Monday before Vegas comes here, and then they go to Detroit before a four-game home stand against Arizona, Edmonton, right. and Pittsburgh. So a lot of good clubs, though. A lot of good clubs coming yep. up here. Yep, yep. Uh, so you you got to be careful here. 
you got some really good clubs. You could be sitting in a hole here uh, over the next uh, four games. Did you notice I didn't? I missed this with all the football and everything that we've been dealing with. I didn't realize they had switched Carlson and Faravari. Mm-hmm. Uh, is now with uh, Nick Jensen, I believe. You had to do something, right. in my opinion. Right. Yeah, you you couldn't let what was happening, and sometimes sometimes it's as simple as just switching up a pairing. Right. I um, actually, I'm sorry. I think Faravari's with Orloff because there's not well both Orloff and Carlson at times though. Yeah. You know, Chris, because and especially, I mean, they both are so gifted at getting into the play offensively, mm-hmm. sometimes in their haste to do that, mm-hmm. they do something that's irresponsible defensively, whether it's with a bad pass, you know, trying to push the puck up the ice or getting caught up ice and not, you know, all of a sudden it leads to an odd man rush coming the other way. It, it's part of what you love about both guys. It's also part of what you go, hey, you want to get a lasso out there and yes. swing it and bring them back. You know, sometimes because you're you're leaving your goaltender out to dry, you're leaving your partner out to dry uh, at times out there as well. But that comes sometimes with the territory of having guys that are gifted offensively from the back line like that. I mean, it's just it is part of sometimes part what, of the exchange you make. Yeah, exactly. So, um, one other quick note: this was from John Walton uh, and via Zach Fish, who's mm-hmm. the Hershey Bears uh, play-by-play guy, who uh, occasionally has filled in for John over the years. I was listening to this last night at the gym, so uh, it was on 106.7, as as you know, pretty much all Caps games are. Caps Radio Network. Tommy Hughes was one of the the two linesmen last night. You know why that's important or unique or interesting? I didn't know this, uh, and it was kind of weird when I heard it, but it stood out. Tommy Hughes, one of the two linesmen last night on uh, October 24, 2022, was in the Capitals training camp. In 2019, as, as a player, player, after they won the Stanley Cup, wow! I don't remember Tommy Hughes because, and I was, I was there. I don't remember him. I, I'd but be you know what, though, Chris? But but that that's good, a pretty interesting note, right? For him Three years later, well, a lot of us when we figure out that we can't play anymore, yeah, we, get do in, we get into officiating, and we love it. So well, basketball I mean, season's could, right around right, the corner. You could get into coaching. You could get into scouting, yep. or. You can get into a fish. Speaking of basketball, college basketball, Jim Nance, this will be his final uh, play-by-play mm-hmm. as the final four mm-hmm. this coming season. Ian Eagle, as expected, the number two guy at CBS, bumps up. He'll be into that role. Now, here's my, here's my thing, though. Ian Eagle and Jim Spinarkle have been one of the greatest combinations ever at any network for this NCAA basketball tournament. Um, Jim Spinarkle, and here's here's why I love Jim Spinarkle. Jim Spinarkle is great in the NCAA tournament. He's a, a, a spectacular basketball analyst. Did Nets games for years mm-hmm. um, and has just been spectacular. But Jim Spinarkle did one of my son's games in college when it was on FS1. Jim Spinarkle could have easily, easily, you know, punted on my son's team. Because, you know, here's the little America East team playing against the Big East team because the Big East is on FS1. Jim Spinarkle did his homework and knew everything about my son, who was the best player on his team in college. And Jim Spinarkle did his homework. And I'll never forget that. I've been listening to Jimmy for years. Uh, Former great player at Duke with Mike Jaminski on those Duke teams in the 70s with Gene Banks. Um, But it was a game like that. 
that really impressed me about Jim Spinarkle because he could have punted on UMBC, and he didn't. He knew everything about those guys. He had done his homework. Unlike his play-by-play guy that night, who clearly punted on UMBC and only worried about the Big East team, that person will remain nameless for the moment. But he is familiar to people around this area. That's all I'll say. But the fact that Jim knew everything about UMBC that night really impressed me. So if CBS needs a dude to go with Spinarkle for the NCAA tournament, I'm raising my hand. I'll be there in 2023. How did, how did I know? We I'll were, be there. How did we know we were going to get that? Me, Pete Medhurst and Jim Spinarkle, 2024. <laughs> we're going to campaign for it for president. Medhurst Spinarkle, uh, NCAA tournament, 2024. I'll, I'll just say this. I and Eagles, obviously one of the best play-by-play broadcasters you know, of this generation and has been for a long time. Did you know when I worked with the Birdman uh, in uh, WFAN as a low-level, lonely intern in 1995? Keeping in mind at that time, the Birdman was the update guy uh, for uh, Mike and the Mad Dog. Exactly. Uh, Ian Eagle could 2020 time with a Birdman. He could not have been nicer, and he would actually a couple of times during my super senior season uh, year, whatever, at Buffalo State – he would appear on my college radio show, a just nubby, low-level, as low-level sure. as you can get. That's how, that's how nice he was. Dude, I, and I'll I, never forget I, but that. You know what, I haven't though? talked to him in yeah. forever, but I'll never forget that. Every t- look, I mean, I've had kids from Syracuse. Um, I've had kids from WMUC over here at Maryland, mm-hmm. um, you know, through the years that have asked me to come on. And if I can work it out, I always go on right. with those kids. Because you know what? I, I My stance has always been... I was them at one point. Absolutely. And now, when I was that age, I didn't have those resources available. Mm-hmm. There was no sports radio, um, you know, virtually until uh, FAN started to do it when I was in my late teens and early 20s. So, you know, it, it, it there was no format for it. Um, you know, the best thing I had was Dave Johnson let me do a high school sports show on Saturday mornings at WNAV in a little shoebox of a studio uh, because – there wasn't this spoken word format that was prevalent out there uh, yet. There were no opportunities outside of getting into play-by-play, which was even tougher to get mm-hmm. into uh, at that time. But, you know, look, Nance is, I mean, Justice Summerall was the early voice of our generation. Great at it. Nance is just spectacular. He's the best golf announcer we've ever had. I mean, it's not even close. Um, Nance's, Nance's work on the Masters is beyond elite. Um, and to keep that company happy, not his company at CBS, but to keep that master's company happy because there are certain things that they expect. There's a certain vernacular. There's a certain presentation. They get very offended if you if you don't meet their standards. Jim has mastered that through the years and developed those relationships. His, his eloquence... In, in bringing golf and making it uh, an even bigger event. Not that the Masters wasn't a big event, but Nance has helped even elevate that and kept their class and their cachet of what they think about their event. Hello, friends. So, I mean, Jim, Jim is as good as we've had in the industry and happy to see him um, calling his own shot here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ian Eagle is without question um, more than capable of stepping in there and fulfilling that top role uh, at CBS on the NCAA basketball tournament. 
story like that usually blows up. Speaking of blowing up, Dum Dum of the Day mm. is coming up next. But mm. first, significant news. Russell's got it on what's trending. Yeah, uh, the NFL, this just in, has apparently completed their investigation and issued a statement in which two officials uh, apparently asked Mike Evans of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for an autograph in the uh, locker room tunnel and approaching the Tampa Bay uh, locker room on Sunday in Carolina after their 21-3 loss. Uh, they said, after speaking with the individuals involved, we have confirmed that the postgame interaction between Jeff Lamberth, Trip Sutter, and Mike Evans did not involve a request by game officials for an autograph, but they also admitted that both officials have been reminded of the importance of avoiding even the appearance of impropriety. So, autograph game. So what was it? Was it, I mean, I heard rumors that captains are supposed to sign the captain's card. Yeah. Maybe it was that. But what was it? Why is the NFL so secretive about not telling us what this is? Because they probably don't want to tell the truth. Mm. Here's the truth. Unfortunate news. Brittany Griner losing an appeal this morning in Russian court. Uh, She's been, of course, held there since February. uh, And now her August conviction of over nine years for drug possession and smuggling with criminal intent uh, will hold for right now. And we talked throughout the show about the Colts. Surprising. Somewhat shocking decision to start Sam Ellinger over Matt Ryan this Sunday, 425 against the Washington Commanders. And that's what's trending. Oh my. You know, no matter what no matter who your spouse is, most spouses go to the ends of the earth to get it done for their spouses. Some go to even greater heights. Some don't blow it. Just like this next person did who is Russell's dumb dumb of the day. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. Oh, yes, indeed. Good job setting that up, boys. Appreciate both of you for contributing. Headline in the New York Post. The headline is, I spent $11,000 to look exactly like... My boyfriend, sex doll. Get him sexy. And he loves it. Woo. Yeah. All right. So the picture is interesting. Uh, a British woman says she has spent more than $11,000 on cosmetic procedures in a bid to look exactly like her boyfriend, sex doll. And he apparently loves it. Char Gray, 23 years old. Uh, revealed that she bought a sex doll named Delilah, that's a DJ, uh, for her boyfriend, Callum Black, who's 28 years old. So the London-based Char Gray, the 23-year-old, the girlfriend, claimed that she had developed feelings 
for the naughty dog. <laughs> and he... <laughs> and even participated <laughs> in pretend threesomes <laughs> with the squishy silicone toy doll. But Callum Black in Menage Trois. That was not good enough for her. No, 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 no. Not just to participate because she went Boy. the extra mile again, spending over eleven thousand dollars she said quote i think she's so pretty and i want to look exactly like her i've had multiple types of filler carried out to look more like her as well as a nose job and if you see the picture honey i don't know if you've just had a nose job but anyway (laughs) everybody is happy and um they don't really look that much alike but I would tell you this. Who has it better than Callum Black today? Uh, yeah. If, <laughs> if you're Callum Black uh, and you're looking at Delilah's big bust, uh, I guess your girl <laughs> got what she needed by getting breast implants to emulate Delilah's big bosom. So the happy ending to the story, right? Maybe multiple happy endings. I don't know. These people are crazy. How could you spend 11? No man, no person, no nothing is worth that. But you people are dum-dums. You people are idiots. You people are weird. Don't they realize $11,000 gets you a lot of Cocoa Puffs? Better be getting more than Cocoa Puffs. Look at this picture of her getting surgery <laughs> i mean that's, that's uh, like a nose job like that's gross come on now <laughs> and now look at the happy threesome wow wow look at that menage a trois with caleb black today that's it that's all BBC i've got see tonight that's all i've got congratulations you're chris's dum-dum of the day Shout out to Anne Arundel County Public Schools who had me there last night as the public address announcer for the County Field Hockey Championships. Congratulations to Crofton's JV who won over Severna Park and to Broadneck who played just an elite level of field hockey last night beating Crofton in the varsity game. Little known fact, Russell, reunited last night for the first time since God knows when. Uh, eighth grade, Christy Cox, who I took to the eighth grade dance at Severn River Junior High. Her Ooh. daughter was playing for Crofton in the JV uh, game last night. So I hadn't seen her since high school. She played for Broadneck in high school, and I refereed one of the games. Mm-hmm. So um, it was uh, a pretty pretty nice reunion since we hadn't seen each other in like 30 years. Hmm. So Garth Brooks once wrote a song about that type of thing called Unanswered Prayers. Very good <laughs> song. Just saying. Just saying. Um. Real quickly, on our way out, congratulations to my daughter, Natalie. She passed her driver's test this morning in Ohio and now has her full license. Way to go, baby. I'm proud of you. Congratulations. And a girl, Nat. And always avoid boyfriends that want you to look like their blow-up dog. One piece of advice from Uncle Pete. There you go. (laughs) Please. I don't want to think about any of that with my daughter. That'll do it for us. Linnell is up next with Burgundy and Gold today right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.